0: And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the Dream Business Coach himself, Jim Palmer.
1: Well, hello, everybody. This is Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, with a bonus episode of Dream Business Radio. I have so many interviews stacked up, but I wanted to get this very special person on the air, and I'm going to be promoting (laughs) this through social media. Um, Ann Dietrich is um, somebody very special to me. She's been on my team for... I'm thinking 10 years, so I'll figure that out. I kind of lose track as I get older here, but let me, let me read her professional bio and then I'll take over. Ann Dietrich specializes in getting your book idea out of your head and into published format whether you need a ghostwriter or an editor who can reflect your voice, accommodate your writing style and work diligently behind the scenes and is a solid resource. Some of the comments she's received from clients are quickly found my voice and I was finally able to finish my book project easy to work with. And she really captured my voice. I accepted with no revisions. It rarely goes that smoothly or quiet. My friend said, wow, when they saw the finished product. I don't think I said any of those. So you must have a lot of happy clients. (laughs) And after spending 25 years in the graphic arts industry with a degree in English, that helps me, and has the right combination of skills to provide a soup to nut solution for entrepreneurs who want to add the title author to their credentials and how are you doing today
2: i'm doing quite well thank you jim i hope you're the same
1: i am doing awesome and i think it's gosh we so when how far back do we go i mean um all the way back to uh stick like glue for sure
2: yeah stick like glue is our first project together and then i think i did a little post editing uh, for a second edition of magic Um, But Stick Like Glue is definitely our first project. And without looking, I'm pretty sure we're coming up on 10 years on that.
1: Yeah, we'll just say 10 years because I'm already feeling (laughs) semi-elderly. But, um, you know, I tell everybody you have been a major part of my entire uh, book authoring publishing career um, and I in full disclosure, and you've heard me say this at, at Dream Bus Academy, I am challenged with the English language. I have good ideas and thoughts, and Anne makes it sound like I passed the sixth grade. <laughs> so, so you are you you have been such a blessing to my business. Um and I'm so excited that you are you are coming to Dream Bus Academy in San Diego. We we finally got to uh get together for the last one, which was in uh, Rhode Island, but you're, you're making the big uh, plane ride out to San Diego. Yes,
2: I am, flying cross-country to join in San Diego.
1: Well, have some have some reading material and stuff, because that is one long
2: flight. Yes, it is. <laughs>
1: or some editing work. That, you know, the truth be told, you know this, on so many of our projects, when I used to be speaking a lot out there, um, is when I, when I'd have five and five to five and a half hours of uninterrupted time, that's when I would do the read-throughs and final edits and things like that. That's the one good thing about a long plane ride. But for the, for the sake of, um, the people who may not be an author yet, and I kind of know what, I kind of know what these answers are, but wh- what is the major stumbling block for people who say, I have a book in me, I've started a book, blah, blah, blah. But they're not an author yet. They're like an author wannabe, what's the major hurdle that you find as you get to work with these people?
2: Well, before I answer that, let me just reiterate, and I know you know this, and, and you will always espouse this as part of your million-dollar platform, and that is when you're an entrepreneur, adding, adding the credential, published author, carries a ton of cachet, and it really drives home the point that you are the expert in your field. Um, so that's that's an absolute given. No argument from me about that. I, I just think that every small business owner, every entrepreneur, you can focus on your expertise and really drive home the point with a published book that that you are an expert in your field. Now, that's easy to say and somebody listening to this might say, sure, I agree with that, but I, you know, there are always stumbling blocks to it. And And they'll
1: say, that's why I'm working on my first book. (laughs)
2: that's, That's why I haven't done it yet. And some people are really intimidated by by writing just and I think Jim you alluded to your own self in that you would put yourself in that category that the idea of writing is like oh my gosh I remember back in school I hated grammar I could never get the commas in the right place I always had fragments Yep. Um, and and that is that is intimidating um, so it's exactly the reason to turn to me or someone like me um, who can work with you and you know, I've, I've worked with a number of different people um, with different books and I've tailored the approach to whatever style is most comfortable for them. I have had some people who say, you know what, I do enjoy writing. I really just need somebody to make sure it's polished, make sure it makes sense, sort of be a bit of an alpha reader where, you know, does everything flow? Will another reader, will it make sense to them? um and then that's the role i take i jump in and i pretty much become a copy editor and uh, even a line editor at that point make sure there's you know sort of a proofreading no typos punctuation is correct um but most of the people that i've worked with that's not where their starting point is their starting point is kind of like you oh my gosh i have all these great ideas ideas i have all this expertise but i don't a i don't have the time to sit down and write it and b um I'm too afraid of, you know, having bad grammar or having it not make sense. And in those cases, some of the things, uh, some of the approaches I've taken with some people were, well, uh, you know, maybe you have a series of blogs or even videos. Um, let, you know, send me the videos. I sit down, I watch them, and I take that, and we turn that into a cohesive book. Uh, some folks have even just recorded. They said to me. You know, I get up and speak in front of people all the time about my expertise. So uh, I, I have no trouble speaking, but all of a sudden, when it comes down to sitting in front of the computer screen with my fingers on the keyboard, I draw a blank. And what we've done in those cases is I say, well, you know, send me a recording of your keynote speech or whatever you happen to be teaching about. I even had one client who said, um, I, I don't have anything, but I'll do it. I'll record it. And so once a week, he, I think in the evening, just sat and talked into a recording device and sent me the file, the MP3, the digital audio, and I listened to it. And from that, I, I wrote his book. I have a, fo- a few folks right now who have said, hey, you know, that recording idea is really good, but I need accountability. I'm not going to just do it. So can we schedule a time to interview? So that's what I've been doing with actually the last three clients where we schedule time, we get on the the phone, I record it. I ask some questions as we go through it. If they start to tell a story or something where I think it needs a little expansion, uh, I'll stop them and ask them just like a newspaper reporter would interview somebody. And then from that, we turn that into a book. So there's, Really no shortage of ways to get the ideas out of an entrepreneur's head and into a book that now appears on Amazon.
1: And there are solutions for everything. And you just gave a a bunch of possibilities. The biggest stumbling block that I have found is just the fear of putting yourself out there you know, fear of being criticized, fear of being ridiculed, fear of saying what a crappy book or whatever it is. It really comes down to, you know, a confidence or, or self-esteem issue f- for a big part of it. And that's really is what holds people back. But when you realize the power of the book, um, I, I tell people all the time, you could put out a crappy book and it's going to do great things for you because one of the, one of the things that I've learned um, from, from, you know, doing seven books plus the Kindle books is that most people don't read the books cover to cover. If they read it at all, it's they'll read the first third. I don't know if that's changed. I've always heard that as a general rule. And you've told me, you know, put all the good stuff up front for that reason. But, um, you know, so many people don't actually read the book. But yet, if you're giving a presentation on stage, and you can show that you're a published author who's speaking on stage, that is like positioning out the wazoo. It's so strong.
2: Indeed, and then one of the things where you touched on about the way people read and and the amount that they read, I have really developed a nice format um, for the print books especially where the graphical presentation of it is such that it doesn't look overwhelming. Uh, we use a lot of call out boxes and, and bullet points and, and things like that to make it more skimmable and also provide just general eye relief to somebody who's reading it that, you know, they don't open the book and go, oh, I don't have time to read this. This just, you know, I, I don't have time. So I do, I do try to A, in terms of literally the production and the page layout and the way the book looks, Make it look like it is not difficult to read. I also I'm a big believer in the book should be written in a conversational style. Um, if somebody comes to me and they want something really academic, yeah, I'm probably not the right person for that, and I I will say that right up front that that's 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 not really the the genre that I would fall into and be comfortable writing. I I tend to personally I write much more conversationally, and um, I, I encourage the folks I've been working with you and, and the folks you've referred to me and other people that I've been working with, it's make the book conversational. Have a conversation with your reader because that will, A, keep them engaged and keep them reading, and, it, you know, B, it, it, it proves a chance, improves the chance that they'll read the whole thing.
1: Right. So, and one of the things I've noticed over since the time I wrote my first book up until the, the last few is that the, the size of the Book the number of pages, either in my own little sphere or something, but seems to be reducing for the most part. Um, and you know, I think my first books were somewhere around one ninety to two ten, and I think the last one was somewhere one twenty to one thirty, if I'm not mistaken. Just say yes. Um, is that do you find that across the board, or is that just some some genres? I,
2: I think it. De- I think it depends on the topic and how how far deeply into into it somebody wants to get. Um, there's been some topics that I've worked on, um, like, uh, I, don't, I don't wanna name names, but uh, where it was really very specific. The author and the entrepreneur was giving a step-by-step-by-step procedure through the process, and every step was a chapter. So that one had a lot of meat to it, so it, it was a, a longer book. Generally, I would say, in the ballpark of about 30,000 words, is, is a really reasonable book. And that, that I mean, that turns into a hundred pages. So it, it looks nice when you hold it. It doesn't look like it's too skimpy. Um, somebody looks at it and they go, well, this looks like a book. This looks like a regular book. It doesn't just look like, you know, something that's so thin that why would I pay all this money for this skimpy like book? Like six pages with a cover. <laughs> <laughs> so even even though they're, the the production, they're getting much better about actually creating a very thin uh, paper-bound or perfect-bound book, you know, which is a regular soft-bound book that, that you would normally see, just like all the books we've done for you.
1: I know being a, a writer, ghostwriter, and, and editor, and all, all of that having to do with getting a, a book done, do you have any kind of um, intel? I mean, I'm always saying people, Kindles are by far, you know, really zooming as far as popularity, but so are audiobooks. Do you have any uh, kind of behind-the-scenes knowledge about the different styles or formats that people are consuming the information?
2: Well, I I mean, audio definitely is is growing um, because people can listen. They could listen on that long airplane ride that we were just talking about. They can listen in the car, um, in in any different format. And people do obviously. Even every adult has a different learning style. Um, I I tend to be very visual. I'm. I'm not an auditory, auditory learner. I like to read things and see, especially when it comes to numbers, see them on the page. And so that's, I know that works for me. Reading works for me. So some folks, but some folks like to listen. And it's just like, well, and, and the audio books allow for a little bit of multitasking. You know, you can, like I said, you can listen while you're on an airplane. That's, that's a great use of time. Or listen people who drive in the car a lot it for me it depends i i wouldn't and and again i'm that's just my own personal approach to thing i can listen to fiction while i'm driving i do it all the time but i don't really want to listen to an instructional book or a book in which somebody's sharing their expertise because i feel like i can't pay attention to it i should write that down i can't i'm driving (laughs) (laughs) but that's just that's just me
1: well, that's, that's actually true where, you know, if you're, if it's a learning and you've got to pay attention versus if you're just kind of zoning out. Um, one of the, you know, I read a couple of the notes that some of your um, clients have given you. And while I don't think any were mine, I, I relate to a couple of them who, who reference you found my, some. they say you and found my voice. Is that a talent that you had? Did you acquire, did you perfect? I mean, is that just, I mean, we all, I think we're all born with a God-given talent or skill. Is that something that you've always had or is that like something you've nurtured as you developed your your business?
2: I, it's, I'm It's. going to say that's something that I probably always had, but it only really came to light once I launched my business and as, you know, working with you. And But now I will say working with you, you and I I think have a really similar voice so, I have an easy time it 's easy to get in your head jim that 's all <laughs> it 's easy, peasy, <laughs> um, but one of the other benefits that i 've realized in the last several projects i 've been working on where i 've been working from a recording um, that makes capturing somebody 's voice just literally a piece of cake because i 'm listening to them they 're talking and obviously when we speak, we're not as watching our grammar and and word use as closely as we might be if we were writing. So it gives me a little better sense of their personality. So I have an easier time capturing their voice, but that may just be a God-given talent. I don't know that I've done anything per se to perfect it.
1: When you, if somebody was to do an audio, like if they speak out their book, um, do you like put on headphones and just Type it into a manuscript format, or what? Mechanically, I'm curious how that works.
2: No, I, I don't. I don't usually use the headphones. I'll just listen through my speakers. But okay. And I'm not. And by no means is this a, a flat-out transcription. Okay. I mean, you can have that done. And some people, some people have done that. They've said, "Well, I'm, I'm going to record it, and then I'll have it transcribed." Honestly, for me, it's probably easier. Skip that step. Let me just listen as they're talking, and. I'm forming what they're saying that may not be grammatically correct or um, whatever into better written word that when you read it, it makes sense. Because I I find sometimes reading transcriptions can be a bit challenging, especially when they're verbatim.
1: Right. So obviously, I'm in the entrepreneurial world. And when I'm Uh, you know, with coaching with my clients, helping them get their book, which their book is going to highlight their expertise, their skill, whatever it is they do. Um, Do you, do you ever have to get into some research on some of these areas or is it, I guess not unless it's really very deep mechanically or, you know, skill. I I don't know how, how to phrase the question. You know what I'm, do you know what I'm asking? I I do. I
2: I do. I will do a little bit of research to, to support it and that you know that sort of especially when um, if somebody comes to me and says well like here's my topic and here's a rough outline just go ahead and write it I'm so time pressed I, I don't have time to do it I don't even have time to talk into a recorder so you know can, can you flesh this out um, I, I can do that that takes a lot of research the price tag on that is obviously far different since it's really all about the hours invested,
1: right, it really is a, a time thing um, do you do you enjoy like getting somebody's manuscript and editing it and polishing up? Do you enjoy the um, you know the ghost writing and and or from scratch and or you know just helping out where you know kind of the a, B or C do you enjoy one over the other
2: probably i I, I would probably say I enjoy Being the editor or being the ghostwriter based on um, Some something that somebody's written. So I'm really coming in more as in the role of editor or ghostwriting Like I said from somebody's audio recording or a combination of videos You know that they've put together or something like that as opposed to uh, In flat-out, you know, okay, you give me a a 10-step outline and each step has four or five bullet points and now I'm going to craft the entire book for you based on my knowledge and then supporting research.
1: Right. So one of the things that I think is really um, fun for me is, you know, my VIP clients get a book and obviously there's, you know, I think for the most part it's at least fifty-fifty, if not seventy-five percent. They write, and then you edit and add supporting content. No, I don't think we've ever done one where somebody says, "Just write me a book." No, you I know don't, we have not. No, we have not, because I would I would remember that check. But <laughs> but for some of for most of the VIP clients, I want to for our listeners, it starts with a three-way call. So my client, myself, and Anne are on 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 my conference line, and we're discussing what they do, who their target customer is, and things like that. And then um, there's usually a a period, whether it's a couple weeks or a month, where they start fleshing things out. And it could happen a lot quicker than that because a lot of times people have it started already. And then, um, and you're doing a little background research and and then they send you it and you kind of go back and forth. And one of the things I really like about the whole format of, of working with you is you directly with my clients set up a timeline here's where I'm going to get chapters one through three. I'll review them, send them back. In the meantime, you're writing chapters four through five, et cetera. So there's a whole process that you put into place, which I think think works really well. The other thing which gives me great comfort, so it's a little bit of an and commercial here, but just so people, I want people to understand, you know, you may even think you're a phenomenal writer, but you need an editor, you need a professional book editor, even if you're a great writer, Um, is that, I'll never forget, probably, I don't know which book it was but it happened on most books, but I remember Decide, you called me, Stephanie and I can remember this, we were out to lunch one day and you called, (laughs) and um, you said, Jim, I just reviewed, I don't know, chapter three it's a little light. <laughs> and you said, you need more substance, more supporting this, that, and the other thing. I said, give me an idea what you're looking for. And you said, and then you said, I can go get that. Or do you want to write it? Of course, you know what I said, go get it. <laughs> and, and it just, it was an amazing, I know what it was. It was that football story that you told and I forget where we were, but it was one of the mindset pieces, right? Oh,
2: About- yeah. That, it- I think that was just say yes.
1: Oh, was it just say that, yes? Okay. That was the
2: last one. It was, yes, and it was our mindset about all the negative. Yes. And it was the story of, uh, I hate to show my fanhood, but it was the Penn State kicker, Sam Ficken, that missed those, uh, ended up losing the Virginia game because he kept missing kicks yeah. in the game. And the onslaught of negative social media that this young man endured and turned, turned around and became a great player.
1: Yeah, so that that's such a – I would never know where to get that, but my – so it's a compliment because you, you really get into the head of the author with the message they're trying to put out there. For me, it was a big lesson about not paying attention to naysayers and things like that and um, – so I don't care how good of a writer, writer you are, you need to, you need to work with a, with a very skilled editor. And tell me um, briefly about your business, right word for you and, and, and how you work with folks.
2: Um, well, uh, I, I started my business at the end of a almost 25 year career in graphic arts. My company went through a merger got ugly. I was on the outside looking in and I thought, what will I do now? Mm. Um, So I thought, well, writing is my background and that's a way I could freelance and uh, having the internet made finding clients at the time very easy um, or I should say easier. And so I just sort of evolved over time. I started, I did a lot of blog writing, uh, article writing, things like that in the beginning um, after you and our paths crossed, and we were working on, you know, books together, I realized that I, I much prefer working on book projects. But that doesn't mean if you need, you know, some website copy or, you know, a smaller project, I, I won't poo-poo it—not by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm finding that my real niche is is settling in as a book ghostwriter and editor.
1: That's so cool. So, um, so folks, if you're listening to this and I don't know, I think this will be out relatively soon, hopefully before TPA, but Anne is coming to dream business Academy and her and I are going to do a whole little book, um, book lesson. And I will do that together. And I've also built in time to uh, get some questions. If you're in the audience and you want to ask questions about how to do it, you will be able to tap into Anne's brain. Um, so and what's the, what's the website, if they're not coming and they're just listening, what's a, how can they reach out to you?
2: They can reach out to me. My website is right word for you, writewordforyo com, And if you would like to email, that's on the website, but email is a great way to get in touch with me and is my first initial and last, na- last name. That's A-D-E-I. T-E-R-I-C-H at rightwordforyou.com.
1: Awesome. And thanks so much for being my guest. I really, really appreciate your time.
2: My pleasure, Jim. Have a great day.
1: Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Ann Dietrich. She is my secret weapon, (laughs) makes me look like a great author that I am. But um, now you know the real story. if you haven't yet uh got your ticket for dream Bis academy as i'm doing the interview with ann we're somewhere around seven seats so if you say oh i'd love to come meet ann hopefully there'll be a ticket Waiting for you at dreambusinessacademy.com, dreambusinessacademy.com. If we're not yet connected on my free Facebook group, which is Build Your Dream Business Now, the handy-dandy link to get there is dreambizgroup.com, dreambizgroup.com. That's it. Until next week, another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, and you take good care.